Welcome to church. My name is Ayomide, and um, today is another segment of our monthly discussions that we usually have as a family. Amen. And today, again, we say monthly discussions mostly run by the Youth Alive Jesus House Toronto. But um, for all information that will be shared today, I know that you will receive something. You would learn something. So I don't want you to rob yourself of this opportunity. I want you to stay focused. And I want you to pay attention to what God is trying to pass across to you. Amen. And as you do this, God will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we will continue our discussion on financial stability for youths. But in this segment, we'll be focusing more on credit scores. Amen. So the topic we have before us today is credit scores. Seek or healthy. So today we're going to be learning a lot about credits. And as you listen, God will bless you in Jesus' name. I know definitely you are, you're going to get something today. And I know that this will impact you in many, many ways, positively. So um, without taking so much of our time, I would like to invite my panelists. And they, will, they are anointed men and women of the Most High with so much knowledge. And they are here today to share some of these understandings with us. First and foremost, I would like to invite my brother, Bayo. Bayo, please put your hands together for him. You know, what was interesting was that when we had this conversation last month, these guys became very popular in terms of popular demands. And it was like, yeah, you got to bring these guys back. They are fully knowledgeable as to what they're talking about. So we thank God for another opportunity. So welcome, Bayo. Great man. Hallelujah. I would also like to welcome my sister, Busayo. Busayo is your please. Put your hands together for her. Amen. Amen. Come on. If you're doing it, you can do way better. Amen. And the last but not the least, I would like to invite Elizabeth. Please put your hands together for her as she comes up here majestically. Amen. 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 Please keep clapping or she should get here. Come on, show some love. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, did I say last but not the least? The last person here is going to be me. So please put your hands together for me. I like some athletes. Amen. One quick second, I'm going to move this uh, podium away from my view so that way we can see these amazing people. I don't know if someone can help me with this. Oh, thank you. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Woo. Hallelujah. This is amazing. How are you guys doing? Yes. Are you guys are you guys nervous? You guys are never nervous. You know what was funny? Um, just like as an intro to this, I was having a conversation with um with uh, some of our panelists late last night, and they were talking about some very deep stuff in terms of this whole concept of credit score and all of those different things. And I was so sure today that wow. We are going to be touching some people's cords a little bit. Uh, but the Bible also makes us understand the importance of discipline. Amen. So for us to be able to actually understand the full essence of this subject matter today, yes, we would strike some cords. But when we strike those cords, it brings out that discipline in each and every one of us. So guys, stay tuned. Do not change that channel. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Amazing. So today we're talking about credit scores. It's very, very important. Credit scores. Credit scores. And I would ask from Busayo. Uh, but please, before I even start asking those questions, check that your mics are on. All right. All right. Amazing. So I would like to ask from Busayo. Busayo, when you hear the word credit score, what jumps to your mind? Um, when I hear the word credit score, obviously, like it has to do with financial stability, but it also, for some weird reason, tells me how disciplined one is about their finances. Like without, without giving the textbook definition of what a credit score is and all that, it just tells me discipline. Amazing. Discipline. Wow. Amazing. That's just discipline. Amazing. Hallelujah. Bio, from your perspective, credit score, how would you, how would you explain this to, to anyone? What is credit score? Um, so for me, credit score actually uh, highlights uh, or actually touches on you know, uh, a borrower's or an individual's credit worthiness. Right? So um, for me, when I think about credit score, I think of that metric that a lender would definitely you know, consider if they want to extend me a credit facility or a loan, for example. Uh, yeah, so in a layman's language, very plain and simple, um, credit score actually relates to uh, an individual's credit worthiness. Beautiful. So this, Busayo talked about it being a way of measuring discipline, financial discipline. Bayo spoke about financial worthiness. And credit, credit worthiness, he said. Elizabeth, they've said some things. What do you think about credit score? Um, I think both of them basically just summarize what a credit score means. But um, from the perspective of a credit, um, basically what it means is it tells a financial or a credit provider, um, it gives us an overview of what that person's financial health is and what their behavior is, is surrounding overall credit. So it just gives us an overview of what that person or the discipline borrowing your word um, surrounding credit. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for summing that up together. I hope, I hope you as a home and um, my brothers and sisters that are here, I hope you guys are getting something. This is amazing. Do not miss this stream. So again, like, I love those definitions. God bless you guys so much. Last month, we were talking about financial stability. And one of the, one of the, um, one of the, one of the comments that, were, that was made, I think, uh, by one of our panelists was that it is impossible for you to still be owing money and you're talking about financial stability. So, if you, so again, that is why we're talking about this whole idea of credit score. But even before we dive into the concept of credit score, why is it important? I know some of us, I'm from Nigeria. Not everyone is from Nigeria. But um, I'm from Nigeria, and I know that the concept of credit is like, ah, owe somebody money. Right? So the mentality is different. Here in Canada, what is the importance of credit to begin with? Why is it important for us to have credits here in Canada? Um, praise God. Praise God. The Western economy is very interesting. And it, it, it's, it's, it's one that really revolves around, you know, when you want to get a mortgage, unless you have right now, based on the market, unless you have $600,000 in your bank account, um, you have to get a mortgage, right? And those things are important. Looking at your credit worthiness and your financial health, 
right, is, 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 would help when you're applying for a mortgage or, or other, other lending facilities. So it's important to actually keep your credit score really high. Like I know some people go, oh, I don't want to have no credit cards. I don't want to like, yeah, you don't have to have a credit card. But like when you want to get a mortgage, because that's a big thing, getting a mortgage, um, it's important. And your credit score, it would help you in getting approved for certain amounts. Amazing. Elizabeth, I know you work with credits a lot. Sorry, I'm putting you out there. But, but please do not bother her. She's, uh, <laughs> but she works with credits. She deals with credits, which is so interesting. So Elizabeth, what is the importance of credit? Busayo said yes for you to get those loans, right? Especially when it comes to buying a house or big stuff like that. What is the importance of credit to you from your perspective? I know you deal with it. Um, number one, it's inevitable to stay away from credit. You just can't, especially if you're in the Western part of this world. Um, so it is very important to have a good credit, not just a credit, like um, an overall credit held, because it puts you in a better spot to get approved for some setting credit limit. So um, why we need credit is to help us build our financial discipline, to help us build our financial health slash um, overall credit history again to put us in a better spot when seeking for that credit limit amazing amazing she has just put it very well i hope i hope everyone is learning something again so far i'm understanding the fact that it is very important for you to have a credit in this part of the world actually when i came into canada like a few many a few years back i would say uh, one of the things that we were made to understand was that um the Canadian economy revolves a lot around credit systems. That is the way that we should be. Am I, am, I, am I saying it right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so it revolves around credit systems. And um, so for that reason, it is almost important for everyone to have some form of credit rating or some form of credit worthiness, like you said, Bayer. Right? So that is why it is important that we are talking about credits today. Talking about financial stability from last month, and we're looking at what it means to actually be an investor, to start up a whole, your own business, all of those different things. If you are in need of a loan to make that happen, and you don't have a good credit score, you remain at ground zero for the most part. So that is why it's important we're talking about credit today. Anyway, but, sorry, oh, go just, ahead. just to add to that. So it's not only credit score, just to stress it, you need a credit history. Um, so it is very important for you to have a credit history in Canada and for you to have a credit history you need to start from maybe credit card or anything just to build up that history amazing amazing thank you bio credit I know you 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 are the guru in finances what is it important why is it important for us to actually I know Elizabeth said credit history what other things are out there why is it important for us to actually have a credit yeah, um, I think Elizabeth and uh, Busaya have actually touched on most of it. Uh, but what I would say is, um, in, in various aspects of our life, uh, we need finances. We need finance to be able to carry out certain goals. Right? From, a from someone who is a student uh, in school and you need to buy some textbooks, uh, you, know, you may find yourself in a situation where you may need to use a credit card to get some textbooks. Uh, you know, assuming, of course, that you have the capacity to be able to repay those debts, probably you, you have um, a part-time job somewhere that hands you some extra income, 
so you can use that. And also going to you know, someone who is out of school, who is currently working, and you're planning your life, you're making some certain you know, uh, personal decisions, you're looking to get a mortgage, um, you're looking to start a business, you, know, you will need some sort of you know, credit history, positive good credit history, and you know, good credit score to be able to get access to those, to those specific uh, 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 projects you're, you're, you're planning to embark on. And also, um, if you're looking to uh, do some other things, like maybe, um, you know, you'll, again, as it centers around personal decisions, right? But what I want to also touch on is the fact that, you know, even though you could have access to credit, but you could also use that credit for not so good things. Right. So at the end of the day, you, you, don't, you, don't want to make sure, you want to make sure that in as much as you have access to those credits and you're making those decisions, you're actually making sure that you're using that credit and applying it to decisions that will add more value to you as a, pers as a person as well. Bio. Bio just went there. Bio went there. So basically what I'm hearing is don't spend money that you cannot repay back. That is one thing I heard. Another thing I heard is do not spend money that do not expend your credit on things that cannot yield profit or value. Those are the two things I heard there. Bio is really going there with that at this point. So that brings me into my next question. So we're talking about this idea of credit score, credit health, healthy credit, sick credit. What is a healthy credit? Osayo, what is a healthy credit score? Actually, score, the credit score. Praise God. Um, before I answer that, I just wanted to, to just, a lot of people out there could be like, oh, I don't need to listen to today's, um, um, join today's service because I don't really care about knowing about credits. I've gotten burned by credit cards. I don't want to hear about it and all that. I would just say for those people, before you change the channel, just know that, Bio mentioned it, you use money to make money. Right, so sometimes you want to start a business, or sometimes you want to do something big, but you need capital. Right, like you, it it just makes sense. One percent of a million dollars is more than one percent of a thousand dollars. Right, so sometimes you need that huge capital to make more more money. So that's and when you want to get that and you don't have that in the bank that's when you go into financial institutions to lend your money and that's when they look at your credit rating your credit worthiness so before you change the channel i know we all need money we're all looking for money and this is just us trying to help help everybody and ourselves as well be worthy of getting to a position where we can gain those capital that we need to make more money so that we can bless people and live a better life. So, um, to the question about how do you know if what a what a good what a sick what, credit, what is a healthy credit, a healthy score. credit, what a. So we have the metric, and I'm going to leave that to the experts to talk about the numbers. But um, if you're going below the so the Canadian average right now, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's about seven hundred and thirty something. Well, like on average, anything above between 660 and above. And above, yeah. I like to keep it at 730 something. But if you're pretty much below the average, 
then, I mean, it's not a bad thing. You can always rebuild your credit and we'll obviously talk about how to, but if you're below that, that kind of tells me that you have a pretty sick credit, credit, credit. Yes, sick one. That yeah, is. I'm going to use that word because it's big. Um, and, and hopefully we can get to a point where we can talk about how you can know. You don't, there are ways that you can know. Obviously, there's Equifax, but there are also ways that you can check your, 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 your credit score without actually hurting your credits, and we'll talk about that, like eventually. Amazing, thank you. You are you are actually talking about the numbers already now, and uh, which is very, 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 very interesting. What just to add to one thing that you said, I think the difference between um, the difference between a wealthy person and, uh, but I, I won't say the opposite of that, just so that way I don't cause trouble here. It's simply be it's simply perspective. I met, I met a woman one time. She's a businesswoman. And uh, she said, oh, somebody got a credit, of, um, a credit approval of uh, $200,000. The moment I heard that, this was in the U.S. The moment I heard that, I was like, ah, $200,000. That's trouble. If you spend $200,000, that is a problem. How will you pay back? And she looked at me. She said, listen, calm down. If she has that type of credit, that is a good thing for her because she will figure out ways to double that. Right? Meanwhile, some people look at it that, ah, get this credit, this is trouble. Don't spend it. Don't even spend one dollar out of it. Right? So that way you are not in any kind of trouble. But the thing is that if you are spending it frivolously, with no sense of direction, you're using it to buy things to impress other people like shoes, bags, um, you won't buy cars that you can maintain. You will buy, you'll be looking for, for Bentleys and uh, Range Rovers that cost you $5,000 of maintenance monthly. And you start spending that kind of money. Then you are in some kind of trouble. So again, perspectives, right? God will help us in Jesus' name. So we're talking about this healthy credit. What is healthy credit score? Bio, before I come to Elizabeth, because Elizabeth is like the She's like the, the she's the professional around this topic, this subject matter. Um, and please, if you want to see her, you can talk to me. I will charge you some fees. So just joking. Uh, Bio, what is your definition of a healthy credit score from your financial perspective? Uh, simply, a healthy credit score uh, to me is is a credit score that is actually that actually shows that you are credit worthy. It actually shows that you are disciplined in your, in your finances. And it's a credit score that, you know, every lender would definitely want to review. So if you go to them with an application for credits, you know, they will be more than happy to review, review your file a lot more. Because uh, from what I understand, um, it's not just limited to having a good credit score. Apart from having a good credit score, they also have other metrics that they may also review, right? So you may have a good credit score, but after doing some other reviews, they may find out that, okay, uh, we are sorry we may not be able to proceed with your application, right? But having a good credit score is the base first step. So if you have that very good credit score, then they will be like, okay, this is a good potential client. Um, we have less worry. This client, when it comes, okay, so there's, there's, what we, there's what we call credit risk. 
in finance. And credit risk basically is the probability, you can relate that to a probability of default, right? So what they look at is what is the probability that this person that we are trying to extend this credit to will default. And if the person defaults, what, what will be the loss severity? So how severe will be the default? So they look at all those things as well. Right? But again, we have a base level, which is the credit score. And a lot of things goes into you know, coming up with our credit score. Right? If you're paying your debts on time and you, know, you are keeping your loans very limited, because there's one thing to be very good in paying up your debts. And another thing is, there's another thing in you actually you know, increasing your debts unnecessarily. Right, so we we'll probably will get into that more, but for now, uh, a good credit score just basically means that you have a good credit standing and you have the possibility of being granted uh, a credit facility. Thank you so much, Bayer. Amazing. Wow, there's a whole lot that has been said in the meeting, just right in there. I hope, I hope people are learning something so far. Elizabeth, what is that number that we should watch for? in terms of credit score? Yeah, um, as mentioned earlier on, the number that you should um, keep your credit score at is um, anything between 660 and above. Anything below 660, uh, I think you should be more careful and probably take it very serious in improving that score. So the number is 660 and that's the baseline. Anything below that, then you, you don't have, um, you're not in a good place to actually seek for a credit limit or a credit increase. Thank you. I hope so. Six. The number to watch for here is six sixty and above. Anything below that, from what I'm hearing, is not a good place to be, and that is considered to have a sick credit score that needs some kind of intervention. Um, just to add something, um, I know I mentioned six sixty. It's the baseline. But um, it depends on the lenders. There's something we call A lenders, C lenders, D lenders, and et cetera. The A lenders are the banks, and they don't look at your application if your credit score is below 660. Now, when you go to pay their loans, or people that they call loan sharks, for lack of word, they may consider your credit application, which, again, I may go a little bit deeper if, um, if time allows us to. But um, that also puts your credit, your overall credit health, not only your credit score, in a very dangerous zone. I'm going to explain that a little bit further, but um, just to keep it simple, 660 should be your ideal credit score and um, anything above. Amazing. Thank you. So 660. And we've also learned about lenders at this point. I know some people might be back home thinking, oh, why do I need this information? Here are some of the reasons why. Like my sister said, if you are looking to make a big investment and you're in need of loans, you would need a credit. And this credit score, like Bayer said, is one of the basics. So now that is looking at if you're thinking of establishing a big business, whatnot. Now, if you're looking to get into the real estate market, this is also a very big determinant. Um, I haven't, you know, I've, I've, I've been on that path. I went on that path um, not too long ago when I was buying, when we're trying to, when we're getting our place. And I remember some of the different things like they kept studying the credit score up until the day of closing. 
up until the day of closing. So, at times we are praying. It's good to pray. At times we are praying, but we have the wrong financial approaches. And you are praying to God to bless you with a house. My brother, my sister, daddies and mommies, that house is not going to drop from the roof if your credit score is sick. Or you don't have a credit history. So this is why what we're talking about today is quite important. So I also would just really want to encourage that we pay attention to there are some intricate details that might apply to you and I individually. So grab that from this conversation. God will help us in Jesus' name. Uh, right, just, just to add to that, um, just to put things in more perspective. So imagine, you know, a, lo a lot of us that come into Canada, we come in as immigrants. So imagine, you know, coming into the country and you come with a sense of the fact that, okay, especially if you come in as a, as a permanent resident, right? You come in with the sense that, you know, you get access to a lot of facilities, right? But few weeks or few days into, uh, into coming into the country, you may actually get a shocker because as, as you know, as very, um, um, as very trivial, because we could see that as trivial or may not, depending on your situation, but as very small as getting a phone, you understand, or as very small as actually being registered for a line, right? If you go into a network provider, they will ask for your credit history, right? So, and if you don't have a credit history, then you might have to start, you know, maybe speaking to your colleagues or your friends that you can actually latch on, that they can actually help you register while you, while you build that credit. And then once you've built the credit, they can now transfer the line over to you. That's a scenario I have, I, you know, I've witnessed with someone. So that's, as, that's the very basics, the basic. right? Then when you open an account and you want to carry out certain transactions, you know, then you need a credit card, right? As low as $1,000, yes. right? You need a credit card. International students as well, you know. I remember when I came into the country then, uh, you know, it was a hustle for me. Um, I was actually going to school. You know, um, I was working, I had a part-time job, but there are certain bills, there are certain payments that I needed to make, you know, and I didn't have the cash. I didn't have the cash, but I had a job that could actually help me pay back over time, but I need to make some very swift transactions at that time. But because, you know, I had a very low credit limit as an international student, as an international student I wasn't able to really fulfill those transactions. Even though, yeah, I had a credit card, you know, but imagine someone coming into the country not having a credit card or not having enough limits because you don't have enough, you don't have good credit, um, long enough credit history, or maybe no credit history at all. It limits what you can do. And now progressing into, you know, into the, uh, the Canadian workforce, you know, you want to carry out a lot of decisions. Even when you, even when you get a mortgage, right, uh, you may want to do some, if, if it's not a new property, you may want to do some, you know, for, you, want, you, want, you may want to do some refurbishing. You, want, you may want to change the furniture. Um, if you buy a property that doesn't have a, a finished basement, you know, you may want to work on the basement so that it can start, you know, yielding income for you, right? You could, you know, uh, an option could be to approach the bank to seek a line of credit, right? We, we, mean, we, we don't have to just limit it to credit cards, right? You could get a line of credit. You could get some other, side, uh, some other soft loans, you know, that you can use. And a line of credit generally has a low interest. When we look at uh, credit cards, credit cards 
are very close to the, to the high on the spectrum, like about 19, 99%, thereabout. Uh, but if you have a line of credits, you could, get a, you could have a potential of getting a high credit uh, limit, and at the same time, at a lower interest. Right? So, but you, all this won't come your way if you don't have a good credit history to begin. Personally, you know, I always tell people, I have never applied for a line of credit. You know, but the banks keep sending those emails. They keep saying, you are pre-approved for this, you are pre-approved for that. That's another thing. Probably, we'll probably talk about that you know, in the second service. You know, but because they know that you have exactly your credit worthy, you're building your finances really well, you pay on time, you know, they extend those credit facilities to you because at the end of the day, it's about what they get and it's about also helping you if you think about it as well. Like that. Butaya, you were going to say something. Yeah, so for people out there that are seeing that they're hearing debt, 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 like I know some people out there hearing that. In the second story, we're going to talk about why, why you could actually, where you know you're in trouble with your debt, because I know it's scary, like, oh my God, if I take a line of credit now, I'm owing money. One word I want people to, to think about, keeping back in their mind, is your debt to income ratio. And the, and the number 43%. We'll talk about, talk more about that in the second service. I also want people to keep these two other words in their mind. Credit utilization and 30%. When we return in our second service, hopefully we'll get to talk about how do you build your credit um, rating. And, um, and also how do you rebuild it for those who already have poor or in other words sick, sick credit. credit i like so, that one yeah. yeah let's let's think about those four things just keep that in your mind debt to income ratio 43 percent credit utilization 30 percent then how do i build my credit and how do i rebuild it um and hopefully second service will get to talk about that yes definitely second service will be able to talk about that but i want to put a i want to put a hard stop here because of our time but so far i believe We've done a very nice job introducing this concept of credit score, credit in itself, all of those different perks that comes with you actually owning a credit, to the basics of even having a credit history for you to obtain a line from a service provider here in, in, in Canada, right? It's very, very important that we understand these different things. But one other element I keep hearing for the most part is if you cannot pay the money that you are borrowing, it's the best idea not to borrow it so that way you are not, if you don't have a payment plan for it, you are not getting your credit score to that sick limit. That's one thing I'm hearing. Then another thing I'm hearing is uh, you can use borrowed money to create value that can yield more money. Pay off that credit that you borrowed and you start making more money. That's what I'm hearing so far. Elizabeth, you have one last thing to say, right? Yeah, and just to pick on the points that you said about um, collecting credits, for lack of word, or using the money to generate value, I think that's a very broad topic coming from a credit perspective. It's, it sounds juicy to borrow money and make it yield value for you, but then what are the factors surrounding it? How is this going to, again, discipline? Some people make money, make value, but then is that going back into your credits or are you accumulating it somewhere? So there's so many factors that goes into that. But like I like Busola mentioned, um, Busayo, sorry, uh, next.
second service, we'll, dis we'll discuss more on those factors, and then hopefully it helps someone here. Amazing. Please put your hands together for this amazing panelist. And thank you guys so much. You guys can make your way out now. God bless you guys. Please clap for them as they take their leave. Hallelujah. I think we have been able to learn something today. And um, there's a whole lot. I believe in the second service, there's a whole bunch of different things that we would also learn. And um, so for that reason, I would advise that you stay with us. And God will bless you in Jesus' name.